Welcome to the Firehouse. I'm your host, Captain Kyle Smith. You're responding down the road less traveled and route to financial freedom. If you're a first responder, then planning your future through financial literacy is a minimum requirement. This isn't financial advice, just a conversation to get your wheels turning. Ready? Good. Because you're at scene. What's up, everyone? It's Captain Kyle Smith, and this week I sat down for a morning meeting with owner and CEO of Knockaround Sunglasses Company, Adam Moyer. Adam walks us through the early days of how Knockaround got started and the action it took to get it to where it is today. It hasn't always been easy, but through consistent, intentional action, it's grown the company exponentially, and they just finished their best year ever. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Hey, Adam, welcome to the bullpen. Thanks for meeting me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kyle. Good to see you, man. Yeah, you too. So normally when I start these morning meetings, Adam, I, I'll ask the guests, I'll say, hey, uh, how has COVID impacted things in the X or blank household? Well, I happen to know how things have happened, uh, have, has happened in the Moyer household. But for those folks that are listening, why don't you fill them in? How has COVID sort of impacted your guys' life? Well, there's like, there's two layers to it. I think there's the business side, there's how it, how it's affected my business, which is uh, knock around sunglasses. And then there's also how it, how it affects our, our uh, family. And I'm sure it affects every family in, in different ways. Um, but for the family side of things, you know, well, which you alluded to because we're right across the street from each other, which is cool. You've been a great neighbor and, uh, and a good friend. Uh, so family, family, we're doing great and we're just kind of dealing with it the same way that any, any family might on the business side of things. Uh, you know, I hate, I hate to say it because I know how it's affected so many business businesses in a negative way, but for knock around, uh, we're doing great. 2020 was our best year ever. And, um, it's sad to be in an empty office. I'm in knock around's office right now and nobody else is here. So that's a bummer, but um, you know we're we're doing we're doing pretty darn well as a business as a company, even in light of COVID. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and and I am stoked to hear that Knockaround is doing so well, and also proud of the fact that uh, we are neighbors. We live across the street from each other. We do hang out, um, and I'm I'm proud of the fact that we have sort of come together in our small little community here, and and helped each other like work through the difficulties that, that we have faced. Um, it has totally. been a long journey, but uh, we're slowly starting to open up. We're slowly starting to get to the backside of this thing. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to some more yellow tent parties and, and uh, moving <laughs> on. Uh, but before we go in further, man, I want to just, uh, I want to say uh, welcome. And uh, yeah, let's dive into your first alarm. A first alarm assignment on the San Diego Fire Department consists of four engines and a truck. But here at the firehouse, I'll ask you four questions. You give us one piece of advice. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So you're going to be first in on your first alarm. And when you're first in, you got to give a size up. A size up is who you are, where you work, and how long you've been doing it. All right. Uh, my name is Adam Moyer. Uh, friends call me Ace. Everyone at Knockaround calls me Ace. And uh, I work at a company called Knockaround known to some as Knockaround Sunglasses, and I've been doing it for 16 years. I started Knockaround in 2005, and I'm the uh, founder and also CEO now. And uh, yeah, just uh, running Knockaround and, and uh, helping with my beautiful wife run a family. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So for those folks that are listening, um, a lot of our people, Adam, 
already wear knockarounds. And, and the reason for that is they're just like perfectly suited for our job. They are number one, they're durable. Number two, they're very comfortable. They're very stylish, which we like. Um, but also the, the price point is really affordable for us. And so in a, in a line of work, like what we have, you know, we're sort of chucking these things on and off throughout the day. They could get dinged up. They could get broken as they have. Um, but they're not going to be like at that really high price point that you might find in some of the other sunglass companies. And so for us, these things are just like perfect. And I just love that. Um, can you just like share the Genesis story of knock around Adam? How did you, how did you figure out that you wanted to be a sunglasses maker? Was that something that like you grew up wanting to do or, or how did you get to where you're at today? Absolutely. So I, I started knock around in 2005 and I was 23 at the time. So I was very young and naive and, um, I grew up on the East Coast outside of Washington, D.C., and I uh, moved out to San Diego for grad school at UC San Diego with my then fiance, now wife, Meredith, and now we have three kids. Um, and uh, I, you know, I, I had this idea that I, that I wanted to start a sunglasses company. And at the time, it was like, you know, I'm sure everyone was thinking, who do you think you are? You're 23 years old. You're going to start a sunglasses company. But that was my idea. And, uh, and I, I did it, you know, I, I went, I went like to the local San Diego small business department and I, um, ordered 300 pairs of sunglasses from some promotional company on the, on the internet. And, uh, and that was, the, that was the Genesis. That was the start of the whole thing. And I, I, <laughs> You know, I honestly did not know where I was going to go with it, how many glasses I was going to sell. I had, didn't have a business plan. I just had a name, a product, an idea, and a basic, very general understanding of business. And, and you know, and then here we are now, and, and it's, a much, it's a much bigger project. So that was 16 years ago, 16 and a half years ago, and uh, I was very naive, I would say. What I also I'm hearing though, dude, is that you took whatever it was that you had, those skills that you had, uh, leveraged it and took action, man. That's the key, right? You, there's so many people that, that have a great idea or they have, you know, a, a little bit of backing or something, but they never act on it. Like, that's what I always love talking to you about is the fact that you took action and you continued to. And I can't imagine you sitting there 16 years ago with these 300 prototypes imagining where knock around is today, right? I mean, that maybe not even in your wildest dreams did you think that you would grow this big, this fast? No, you're right. And I think that's what's cool about what a lot of people call side hustles. You know, you, you have like your main gig. And for me at the time, it was grad school at UC San Diego. And then you start a, high, a side hustle. And, that, and for me, that was selling cheap sunglasses to friends and to undergrad students at UCSD. And, um, you know, for other people, it might be other things. It might be, oh, I have a car, car detailing business, or I have a, you know, a, a tax advice business. And, but for me, it was, I'm selling sunglasses to, to friends and, um, you know, I'm making 10 bucks here and 20 bucks there. And, um, you know, you, you never, you never predict where a side hustle is going to go. Sometimes the side hustle becomes your main gig. And that's, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. Was there a, and I have this written down, was there a crossroads for you where you thought, you know what, this is actually gaining some momentum. This is something I can actually make go. Was there, do you remember a point in time 
or you, you thought that, that, yeah, let's do this. Yes, very much so. I mean, um, and I'm, you know, my, my wife, who's, I, I'm, the, I'm the technical founder of Knockaround, but my wife is the co-founder, I've always said. And she remembers this day very clearly too. She had a full-time job as a teacher and I had a part-time job that I didn't like very much. And, uh, but I was running Knockaround on the side and we got a little bit of press. We got this great press mention on a website called Daily Candy, which I don't even know if it exists anymore. Um, but we got mentioned on dailycandy.com and sent out to their email list, which was a million people at the time. And I was used to getting three or four orders through our website a day for a pair of sunglasses. And then all of a sudden, one day I woke up and there was 130 orders there. And it was like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, like uh, I'm packing all the orders myself. So it was really, it was, it was cool. It was one of those, those moments, those memories that you will always have. But um, my wife called in sick to work, you know, she, she took the day off to help me literally pack the orders and go to the post office and send out 130 orders. And I think our average order value at the time was probably about 15 bucks. So we're talking about, you know, a thousand bucks, $1,500 or something. And, uh, and that was, that was a game changer for me and for us. It was like, wow, if we could do this every day, you know, this, this is a real business. Like this thing could be successful. And I wasn't sure if we could do it every day, but, um, it was the first inkling of like, Oh shit, this is a real company. <laughs> you know, we got a product here and if, if we could sell it, it could be good. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I'm reminded of a couple of things. Like it's the mindset shift. It's like the light bulb goes off, you know, Roger ben Bannister breaking the four minute mile barrier. Like before it, nobody thought it could be done before you got that big order, 130 sunglasses, you just thought, well, this is a pipe dream. Maybe this can't be done. And then you get that big order. You're like, Oh, wait a second. No, no, this is it. We can do this. And something um, we remind our recruits at, at the Academy all the time is that not only are they going through the Academy, but their significant other is going through the Academy with them or their loved ones are going through with them. And the fact that Meredith has gone through this with you on this same journey, man, is just so cool. Um, so, so that's where you started. Where is Knockaround at today? Well, today we're, uh, I'm standing here in a big empty office. That's super cool. And <laughs> um, we're, we're doing really well. 2020 was our best year ever. And uh, we're up to 30 employees and we're hiring for a couple more spots. So we should be over 30 employees pretty soon. We're moving into a new warehouse in the next few weeks, which is exciting down in, down in Chula Vista and um, California. And uh, we're, we're doing well. I mean, the company's growing quickly. C COVID, um, COVID was scary at the beginning, but in the end, it, and I, I, you know, I don't take this lightly. I take this, um, take it seriously, but um, 2020 was a great year for us. And COVID actually helped our business in many ways. We're an e-com business. We sell our sunglasses through a website that helped uh, people spending more time outside because there wasn't a whole lot else to do that helped our company because we're a sunglasses company. Um, and obviously our, our price point. So we are an affordable sunglasses company. We sell our glasses for about $25 on average. And I think people were kind of worried about the unknown of their finances. So um, 
where we are today is in a, in a much different spot than where we were when I started the company in 2005, not knowing what it was going to be. Here we are, 30, 30 plus employees. Um, you know, the company's growing quickly. 2020 was our best year. 2021 is on pace to be our best year on top of 2020. So um, feeling, feeling good about things. You know, obviously there's the uh, unknown factors with, with COVID and um, just having a small business, but it's exciting times for us, for sure. Yeah, man, for sure. And I remember having conversations with you either over at your house or over here about the uncertainty about like, how do we navigate this thing? And something I was really impressed with was your ability to, to be nimble and to be flexible and to sort of bob and weave and, and adjust and react to whatever was coming down the pike. And that is so like, that has to apply for all small businesses, but also applies in our line of work. Like we just have to react to whatever we're being thrown and, and make the best of it. For those that are listening, um, during the pandemic, Adam and his company, Knockaround, actually donated 5,000 uh, safety glasses to our fire department um, at the height of the pandemic when we were scrambling for PPE. We didn't have enough of absolutely anything. And Adam and his company um, stepped up, didn't want any press, didn't want any um, publicity about it, but it was just an awesome um, thing for us to, to receive that. And, and we got it not only from you guys, but like the outpouring of support during the pandemic was awesome, but, but for Knockaround in particular, man, you guys just went above and beyond. I just love that. And with that new uh, warehouse you got going down in Chula Vista, I understand you just filled it up with another shipment that uh, might be coming our way. You care to share with that at all? Yeah, no, uh, Kyle, you know this, we've, we've, we've talked a lot about it, but um, uh, here at Knockaround, we just, we love, all of the local firefighters and um, what they do and, and how hard they work. And um, we've just been thoroughly impressed with, with the jobs that they've done. And, uh, and so we're giving a pair of sunglasses to every single San Diego firefighter, every single San Diego lifeguard and every single Chula Vista firefighter where we're moving our new warehouse um, in the next few weeks. And we're going to be donating those glasses in the next in the next month or so. And uh, we're happy to do it. And like you said, it's not about the publicity for us. Um, for us, it's about supporting local, you know, local first responders, local people that um, that, that have supported Knockaround in the past and that uh, we just appreciate. So um, thanks for bringing it up. But of course, that's not the, not the, not the reason that we, uh, that we do it. We wanna do it because we we appreciate you. The first time I ever met you, Kyle, I don't know if you remember, but uh, my son, Kelly, who was probably like two at the time, he got this horrible rash on his face and we were new neighbors. And my wife had called Colleen, who she knew, who was your wife and said, hey, can Kyle come over and check out this rash on, on Kelly's face? And it was a gnarly rash. I mean, it was like, like these welts on his face. Do you remember this? Like it was, no. it was, you know, <laughs> you don't remember it, but it was like, the, in my mind, it's like etched in my memory. And, uh, and, and so our, our son, I think he was about two at the time. He had these welts on his face and you came over and I came rushing home for work, from work. And, uh, and you, you calmed us down and you said you took his vitals and you, you looked at the rash and you said, here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to Rady's Children's Hospital, which is the local children's hospital. And it was like the, it was the perfect calming presence that we needed as 
panicked parents. And, you know, at that point, at that moment, I think I realized like, oh shit, firefighters are like the most impressive people that I've ever met, <laughs> you know? And so, and so I'm thankful, I, I, I guess that's a long-winded way of saying I'm thankful for you, but I'm also thankful for all of the San Diego firefighters. And that's why the least we could do is donate a pair of glasses to, uh, to every one of the firefighters and, and hopefully uh, they, they dig them. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you saying that, man. And, and I do appreciate you guys donating those glasses. That is outstanding. Um, that'll, be, that'll be coming through uh, the Fire Foundation and more, more to fall on that for sure. But um, the thing about the kids is, it, it, I, I, and I sincerely don't, I actually don't remember that particular incident just because, you know, we, uh, of how you know, close we've become over the last few years. But, you know, when it impacts the kids, it impacts everybody. And that includes me, man. Uh, my son, he had a bad fall a bunch of years ago when he was really little about how old Kelly was when he had the rash and yeah. he split his head open. Man, I was there. I witnessed it. And we called 911 and the guy showed up and they did their thing and they're like totally calm. Like this is no big deal. And yep. me as a firefighter paramedic, I'm super wound up so it's it's totally natural but but now just like circling back to to knock around in, in your journey and I, i'm sure it hasn't always been smooth sailing i'm sure there have been bumps along the road do you have a, a favorite mistake that you made that you wish you could go back and change or or that um you learned from and got better by favorite mistake there's lots of mistakes well, you know when i started knock around I came from an art background. My undergraduate degree was in studio art. I came out to San Diego um, <laughs> for the visual art program at UC San Diego. So I certainly did not think I was gonna be starting a business, running a business, the CEO of a company. And, uh, and so for that reason, never taken a business class in my life, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what, you know, just basic business stuff. I didn't know what a balance sheet was. I didn't want know what a PL statement was. I, you know, I didn't know about, you know, filing taxes in multiple states. I didn't know anything about, about those things. And so um, there's probably too many, too many mistakes to list. And I, I hopefully that doesn't sound like a cop out, but um, I think maybe 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 the uh, maybe the mistake I had and what I would have done differently is have um, confidence in myself. I think that there's a lot of doubting that goes on when you start a business, when you start a small company, and when you're hiring people and you're trying to figure out your industry and trying to like make your make your way in the small business world and um, you know, have, having confidence can, can, can help you a lot. It can help you like forge your way on that road. Um, so in terms of like a specific mistake, I think I've made every mistake. The, the, the biggest mistake I probably made was not having enough confidence. Like, Hey, you're smart. You can figure this out. You can handle any situation that comes your way. And I think I've gained that over the years, but looking back, I wish I had more of that like seven or eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way, man. Um, I get in my head a lot on that sort of stuff. Like this is too hard. This is too complex. This is, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time, et cetera, et cetera. When I can like just take a breath and think about it, I'm like, no, man, there's, there's people with way fewer resources, way dumber, 
uh, you know, way busier that have already made this thing happen. And like, I can learn from their mistakes. I can learn from the things that they've already done. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I don't have to um, go continue making those same dumb mistakes. I can learn from that and, and move on. And that's the thing about those mistakes is like part of, part of the process are those mistakes, are those obstacles in the way. And as long as they don't just totally destroy you, you learn from them, you move on. It's no big deal. Um, You're right. Now, if somebody, if somebody was trying to get started, like building a small business or getting involved, you know, in a side hustle, like you said, like, where would you point them? What, what sort of things would you, would you tell them to do? Well, one of the biggest differences, I think, from when I started Knock Around to now is, it's going to date me, Kyle, it's going to make me sound old, but like, just the internet as a resource. And uh, honestly, podcasts as a resource, your podcast as a resource, that it existed in 2005, when I started Knock Around. And certainly, as I grew Knock Around, like those resources were out there, but now it's just exploded. So there's like so many resources and the internet is so much better for people that want to start a business or a side hustle of job, like how to do it, you know, how to order a product. Um, you could, you could just go, I mean, I sound like my dad, right. But like, you could just Google it and you'll have like a million more resources than I ever had. Um, so there's that. I think the challenge there is that it, is more competitive because of that, right? So it's easier to start a company because now everybody can do it. Now everybody can figure out how. Now everyone can, you know, learn how to source a product from from China or Mexico or Vietnam or in the U.S. You know, it's it's uh, it's easier, but it's also more competitive than ever before. Um, and so, and I, I think if you do have a low barrier to entry, meaning everybody has access to all the, all the information known to man is available yep. at the, you know, click of a button, then it does become a lot more competitive. So you have to kind of figure out what your angle is going to be, what your niche is going to be. And if you can figure that out and focus on it, like that's what it's going to come down to is like, who, who's going to be the last person standing here? Who is the one that's going to have the drive, the determination, the, the, you know, never giving up attitude. that's going to make this thing go. And that's something that our people are really good about. They're really good about the discipline of, of doing the thing, just getting out there and doing it. Um, you know, sometimes we, we, we get in our own way, you know, we, we struggle with confidence and all that other stuff, but yeah. I guess for anybody that's listening, if you have that idea, that thing that's burning in your mind of, you know, you're fulfilling a need that, you know, people are out there are looking for, man, use that as the motivation to go start your small business. And maybe in, a few years time, you'll be on some random podcast like Adam is here talking about how awesome it's been because he took that, he took that action. So um, just keep that in mind. Now, just yep. looking back at him, um, if you could go back other than the confidence part, is there a piece of advice you would give yourself as you guys were starting out? If you could go back and, and just redo it. Yeah, no, I, I, I wear, um, the fact that I have never taken a business class in my life and I don't know a whole lot about business, I wear that as a badge of honor, but I actually don't think looking back, you know, as an older, wiser uh, person, I wish I knew more. You know, I wish that early on I had like done some more research and maybe taken a class or two. And um, I mentioned a, a balance sheet, and a 
P&L statement and like all of these things. I wish I knew more about that. And I, I wonder sometimes like if I had known some of the business fundamentals early on, say a decade ago, where would Knockaround be now? Maybe it'd be in the same place. We're, we're successful, we're, we're doing well, but maybe it would be farther ahead because I would just have this like business acumen, you know, and, and I'd, be, um, I'd be a little bit more savvy about everything that the company's doing. Right now we've hired people, you know, we have a COO and we have a finance manager and production manager and the whole marketing team. So we, we've hired people to um, support the business and to, to have the knowledge that I didn't have, that I don't have. And uh, I wonder if I had just sort of added onto that knowledge early on, if Knockaround would be in an even better spot than it is now. Um, so maybe a long-winded answer to, to your question, which is, I wish I, I had more business knowledge early on, you know, when I was starting out Knockaround and maybe that would have been um, classes, maybe it would have been uh, internet research, podcasts, whatever it might be. But I, I, I wung it for a long time. You know, wung it, you've ever heard that? I'm not sure. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me what wong it means. I think that's the past tense of wing it. You've got it. Sure. <laughs> you've got it. Yes, it's the past tense of wing it. I wong it. I wong it. And uh, well, and now you're definitely and now you're definitely winning. So uh, maybe those are all related. But um, that is that marks the first time in the history of the morning meeting that the, the term wonging it um, has ever been used. So congratulations. Uh, but yeah, the thing, man, is yes, maybe maybe you could have had a little more information. You could have had a, a few more classes or whatever. But yeah. maybe on the other end, maybe that would have prevented you from taking the leap because. You know, in some cases, ignorance is bliss. And you just said, you know what? I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to jump. And sometimes that's what it takes. You know, and, and there's a great saying from Derek Sievers. I use it a lot. that says, you know, if all it was was if, if you just needed more information, everybody would have six-pack abs and a million dollars, right? It's not about more information. It's right. about taking action. And that's exactly what you did. Um, and I just love hearing that, man. So it looks like, uh, yeah. Well, with that, man, you got knocked down on your first alarm. So uh, if uh, if people are looking to learn more about you, Adam, where could they find you? Uh, AdamWire.com. Well, first, KnockAround.com. Check it out. Check out our webpage. But uh, for me, AdamWire.com, you can find all the info. And then follow me on Instagram, ASET, at AceKnockAround. Awesome. We will uh, we'll link all those things in the show notes. And um, yeah, free time today. Absolutely. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, thanks again to Adam for meeting me here in the bullpen. Guys, if you have an idea that you're pretty sure is going to provide value for other people, go out there and take that jump like Adam did 16 years ago and look at where Knockaround is today. If you'd like to learn more about Adam, you can find him on his website at knockaround.com or on Instagram at Ace Knockaround. If you'd like to learn more about us, we're on Facebook at The Firehouse. That's f.i.r.ehouse. On Instagram, the underscore fire underscore house or on LinkedIn, The Firehouse Investors or any place you listen to podcasts. If you learned something today and you'd like to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe, but no matter what you do, take this information, go out there, and get some. Station F.